Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan, continuing things on Panthers Insider, heading down to the state of Florida, Tallahassee and Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Pitt Beat reporter Noah Hiles. Noah, good morning. Morning, Pat. Thanks for having me on. You got it, man. How how is the uh, how's the capital city down there? It's uh, raining nonstop. That's how it is. It's very wet. It's it's a cool campus, I will say. But you, you know, going sightseeing, I have to make sure I have my umbrella and my raincoat with me. Well, it won't be wet in the uh, in the arena today for a, a big game uh, for Pitt. They're all big this time of year, and obviously, uh, you know, you're on the beat. You're around the program. Um, you're always uh, you're always in tune with things. What's your vibe on this team right now? Because it seems like a group that is about as confident as there is in the league. Yeah, I think that's a good assessment, Pat. Uh, I, I, I just it's playing its best basketball right now, which is exactly what you want to see for a team trying to push its way into the NCAA tournament, trying to you know establish itself with some solid seating for its con- conference tournament. Won four straight. Last loss was against Florida State, and you know, according to some players and some and some coaches that I've spoken with, they're really hungry for revenge today. When you look at this matchup, Noah, um, you know what jumps out at you from the from the last game? Obviously, the Panthers fell to Florida State at home. What jumps out at you as, as things that need to be corrected if the Panthers are going to win today in Tallahassee? Well, I mean, I think Pitt just played a bad game against Florida State. I I, I think that. First things first, I mean, the Seminole shot 50% from three in that game. Um, so I think maybe closing out a little bit better on uh, outside looks on the defensive end could be key. But I, I think Jeff Capel really pointed out that they, they were outplayed down low. And I think that that had to do with Federico. Federico getting into some foul trouble and the Diaz-Graham twins, you know, not being able to, to execute as well as they would have liked. But I think the post play has really improved over the last four games. I mean, we saw the Diaz-Graham twins combined for nine blocks in their last game, and granted against a Louisville team that's struggling this season. But still, I think the areas where Pitt struggled last time out against the Seminoles, they've addressed and gotten better at uh, in each of their past four victories. So I think it's just going to be playing playing their game, not playing Florida State's game, but Pitt needs to come out and play its game. Because that's what Leonard Hamilton's best ability as a head coach is to take you take away the things that you do well. You talked about the Diaz Graham twins and and Federico Federico. I know you've had a chance to talk to talk to the triplets. I guess they call oh, it quadruplets now with Nate Santos. But what do you what do you make of their improvement um, over not just the past couple of weeks but over the course of the season? Because you know they're getting minutes from Jorge now, and 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 he it was mostly Guillermo for a long time. It, it seems like. You know, we're at the point where they're no longer freshmen. Uh, would I be accurate in that assessment? I still think they're freshmen. Um, <laughs> you know, when they have, because they have those moments, but they are certainly coming along. I mean, you look at those guys. I mean, entering this season, Federico was supposed to be the only one of those four names that you just listed to get any sort of consistent playing time. But when you lose John Hughley and you, you lose Will Jeffers before the year even started, and you don't have your Johnson, your bench is thin, and it creates a need for really all hands on deck. And for for Federico to step up the way he's done, I think is is one of the more underappreciated things that this team is, has going for it right now. Because if he, if he doesn't play well, Pitt is incredibly vulnerable down low. 
But the way he stepped up his game this season has been impressive. And then, you know, once he started getting it going, teams realized, all right, well, we'll get him in foul trouble, and then we can just pick on the Twins. Well, over the last month or so, they've really stepped their game up as well. And it just goes to show, you know, all the hard work that they're putting in. Jeff always talks about how, like you said, those that, 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 four, that group of four, uh, they're always staying after practice. They're working hard. And that hard work's showing. They've really developed their game. They still have a long way to go. I mean, the Twins, they need to stay in that gym, put on some muscle a little bit, but they're going to be really good players. You can tell. You can tell the team absolutely loves them, and that's because they, they bust their tails to, to get better, and we're seeing that on the court. Talking to Noah Howes from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, I want to talk to you about Jamarius Burton, um, and a, a guy that you know, I think we'd be, we'd be, it'd be fair to say he is the, he's the glue to this team and the leader of this team. Although there are there are other leaders, uh, other vocal leaders, other leaders by example, um, but but is this a guy that's certainly playing at an all league level? Is this a guy that we could point to as as kind of the fulcrum, um, you know, around which this team's going to rotate for for this run through the through the remainder of this season? Yeah, absolutely. He's he's the Captain America of this group is like what I like to label him as. He he's the guy that. He's the he's the straw that stirs the drink. He makes it all work because if there's there's games where they need scoring in the paint, and no one in the ACC has showed a better ability to get to the bucket and finish than Jamarius Burton this year. He's shooting like 50% from the field as a point guard, which is pretty crazy. And then there's other games where he can help out on the rebounding effort. He's had a double double because of rebounds. He can get others involved with assists. This, and most importantly, Pat, I think his biggest uh, thing that he contributes to this group is leadership. Jeff talked about last year how when JB was, was around, he would try to be a leader and, and get on guys, but they, some of the guys just didn't respond. So about halfway through the year, he just said, you know what, forget it. I'm, I'm, I'm done trying. This group is responding. He, he has a team now that he can actually lead and guys who are just as invested as he is, and you see it. Everyone's really bought in. He's the one who's leading the charge. Yeah, you mentioned the, the field goal shooting percentage at 51% for Jamarius Burton. He's one of only two guards in the top 10 in the league in field goal percentage at 51%, so I, I certainly think that speaks his ability to get to the, to get to the rack. Let, let's talk just bigger picture here. Bigger picture uh, for one second. We'll close things out with you. Know I know you got a busy day. Got to get to the arena here pretty soon with tip off at noon. What what needs to be done for the Panthers to to secure a spot in the tournament? I think they're an A seed right now. I know you tweeted out that they're eighty five percent chance to make the tournament. What solidifies that resume in your opinion? Winning games like today. Uh, the only thing that could hurt Pitt's tournament odds now are are losses against quad three or quad four opponents and. There are a lot of opportunities to lose games like that. They have a very easy schedule for the rest of the season. I think of their seven games, they only have two quad one opponents remaining. So Pitt's got to beat the teams it's supposed to beat. It's supposed to beat Florida State today. It's supposed to beat Georgia Tech. It's supposed to beat, you know, a, a Boston College. Uh, the, those teams are inexcusable losses in February. When you're a team like Pitt who, you know, is fighting to be ranked, that right now has a really good spot, in the in the tournament, as far as odds and everything, you can't you can't regress. You got to keep pushing forward. Pitt shouldn't be looking to 
stabilize itself in the in the tournament. It should be looking to remain in first place in the ACC, and I think that's the mentality. And when you're a first-place team in the ACC, you don't lose the bottom-of-the-barrel competition like Pitt has on its schedule going forward. Well, no, we appreciate you, man. Appreciate you breaking things down, analyzing this matchup and this season, and uh, we'll look forward to your story after uh, hopefully a good game today. All right, Pat. Thanks for having me on. All right, man. Safe travels. Noah Hiles, there he goes. Pittsburgh Post-Gazette does an outstanding job covering things for Pitt, Pitt football, Pitt basketball, on the road, covering the beat. 